the network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is AV Week. Episode 167, recorded Friday, October 31st, 2014. Peach Fuzz. Ready. AV, AV Week. Performing scan. Week. Online. This is AV Week. This is AV Week, your weekly wrap-up of audiovisual news and information. My name is Tim Albright. I'm your host. Thank you very much to George Tucker uh, for filling in for me last week. I was uh, stuck on a job site trying to wrangle programming thing. So uh, we'll talk about that later. Uh, first up is Phil Cordell, also known as the AV Pro. Hi-Fi. How are you, sir? I'm doing fantastic, Tim. Thanks for having me. Yep. Uh, also with it is Josh Shruggo from soundreason.org. Uh, how are you, sir? Doing well. Ready to see the end of AV month and send it off well. <laughs> well, we'll talk about... Actually, you guys are all... Cr- you've done stuff for me this this month. So, uh, Bradford Ben is my favorite guest of all time. He's also with Harmon. Uh, just Harmon in general now. He, he came up through the ranks through Crown and now... Uh, Actually, you just went to AMX school, too, so you're all over yeah. Harmon. You name it, I do lighting, I do control, I do a little bit of video, a little bit of everything. Plus, i got to give a shout-out to you know to all the Harmon people who are watching, hoping I mess up and find a reason to make fun of me. So I'm sure there won't be any of that going on during this show. Also, no. if you like, I, I did dress up virtually for the uh, show. I, I like fav- that. If you're, My if, favorite hockey team. If you're, <laughs> It actually is his favorite <laughs> hockey team. If you're watching the video, he has. If you're not watching the video, he has horns on, and his hockey team is indeed the Devils. So. Uh, so and yeah. before I forget, what's Animal doing? I thought our plan was to move Animal each and every week. You know and what? I'm a I've, it, it, I'll, I'll explain a couple of things. I, I, I've been on vacation this week, and my. Yeah, brain... this is the first time I've talked to you when you've been sober this week. Very nice. <laughs> I was, Hi, Sean Robinson. <laughs> I, I, I was in an all-inclusive resort somewhere in the in mexico i won't say where so uh someone who did actually dress up for halloween is tony zotti holy cow how are you sir i'm doing very well best day of the year folks <laughs> tony if you are again not watching what is describe yourself because you've got something like brains coming out of your head and that's uh let's see if i can turn blood out of your eyes and that's the axe wound so i've been finished off um and this believe it or not is the light version tonight will be a little bloodier a little darker but i didn't want to throw anyone off and i still have to go to my kids elementary school this afternoon for parties and to steal their candy yeah boys i I want to see the next version because i'm i'm intrigued and impressed (laughs) all at the same time tony uh, wins halloween well, he, he does, yes. Zombie version of Taxi Cab Driver. That's oh, kind of the way yeah. I, I look at it. I can see that, yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not, this is uh, this is the family's holiday, and I actually took the week off from work for this. So where other people take off Christmas or what have you, this is the real deal. This has been a week long and uh, still big plans tonight as well. Well, good. Very good. Uh, yeah, as I mentioned, I was, I've been off this week, so, uh, I, I, not, not really sure. I mean, I've read the stories and, uh, George helped me out with, with some of the stories and there's a couple that we might get to, 
Uh, but first, I was not here <clears throat> last week, and uh, let it never be said that I do not pay my debts. Uh, I had a, a sports <laughs> debt <clears throat> with one Mr. Rich Fragoza. Uh, I'm in St. Louis, so St. Louis Cardinal fan, um, and a St. Louis Blues fan, Mr. Mr. Devils. Uh, and Mr. Fergoza is from the Bay Area, and so he, of course, is a uh, San Francisco Giants fan. And the bet, bet was... Of course. He's of course. I should say of course. Here. There's the San Jose Sharks. No, I'm talking about baseball. <laughs> baseball. The Oakland A's. I think there, there's a team. There's not a Oakland. team in Oakland. It, they, they all root for the Giants. Anyhow. Oh, I'm wow. Joking. Oh, I'm so you're joking. The line there, cards and letters. Hey, you know what? We got we got Mark McGuire from you guys, so I appreciate that. And we got Tony Larusa from from the A's. So of which one of which is clean. It depends on the day of the week. Um, uh, so anyhow, so the bet was I would wear a San Francisco Giants hat if they won uh, the the league championship, which of course they did, and then they of course went on to watch to win the World Series altogether. So I am doing the entire show. As a San Francisco Giants fan, that's my Halloween costume for today. You're not nearly drunk enough. This is really painful, by the way, in case you're wondering. So in, for a story in poor urban planning, yes. they have the parade today along with Halloween tonight. Oh, who? And you? it's also an event in San Francisco called Critical Mass where effectively cyclists take over the streets the final Friday of the month. All of this is taking place today, and it's raining. <laughs> of course it's raining. So whose idea was that? They just won two days ago. They couldn't put it off until Saturday. Thank you, Mayor Edley. Oh Lord! Mm. All right, all right. So let's let's kick off some of these stories here. Let's let's uh, let's start actually with a tweet that Josh scared the bejesus out of me with. Uh, <laughs> there wasn't a link though. I couldn't find a link. So you're you're going to have to kick, kick, kick this one off on this. Um, it was this, the, the the headline was uh, unless you were just totally pulling my leg. All manufacturers are pulling out out of OLED. Is it right? Or are you just being... No, it's it's the hashtag uh, scary stories in five words. Okay. So, then I just missed that. you more than all, all OLED stop ceasing. Well, that would that would do it. But... Well, be, there would be something worse for what? Tim. All movies in 3D. 3D. Oh. Oh. Yeah, that would be evil. There have be been wonderful ones coming from the AV Tweeps today, though. Uh, it just if you follow the AV Tweeps hashtag, you can on Twitter, you can really just go back and check some phenomenal five-word horror stories. Uh, can we value engineer this? Can, uh... <laughs> Bradford Ben on AV Nation. There you go. You've already lost control, Tim. I'm I taking have, over. I have well, I threw control. one out there earlier that said AMX bought by Harmon. <laughs> Hey, 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 that's a true story. Now that I'm the evil That doesn't make it any less scary. <laughs> oh, come on. I'm here to make it all good and pleasant for everyone. Don't let the horns fool you. I'm here to make it all all fun and good for everyone. It's going to be a beautiful thing. Just because I've been there, now I know how it all works, and I've been taking notes on my report. No pressure, Sally. I promise I'm not going to put down that you forgot to get me the right type of food for lunch. That's not going on the report. Oh. I promise. <laughs> Sean's so if you... cringing because I I already know that the AMX guys are watching, so I'm I'm already seeing what softballs I can throw their way. If you've if you've never been to a manufacturer's training, um, which I think all of us at least have done this at least once, they mm-hmm. typically will feed you lunch, uh, which for guys like me is is you know it's nice. That's a big yeah. investment. We like food. That's why I show up? <laughs> yeah, that's the reason I go. So they they got you the did you order the right food or did they just did you specify I wanted this type of food and they didn't no, provide? I that. specified no pork. 
Oh. And all the sandwiches were ham. Wow. You'd think that so that would be an easy one. I mean, you've got a couple of different religions that don't do pork, and you're a vegetarian. and huh. No, um, yeah, so it's fine. I, I was able to eat the leftovers from the day before his lunch because we had leftovers because you always order They extra. made you eat leftovers? <laughs> do they not know who you are? Clearly not. I, I understand, but I was trying to be a man of the people. Where um, where is Sean Robinson? Where is I am going to get on the phone? This is not. This is unacceptable. You are well, Bradford uncouth, freaking Ben. I say. Wait up, Sally did make it up to me and take me out to dinner and get to a me steakhouse, beer, so. no less probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> made sure at a place that that was proper. She took me to Ritter's, which is hmm. is a steam pot place. Actually, very good if you're in the Costa Mesa area. Okay. I can recommend it. It's a nice thing that's you know a little bit off the beaten path. So she made it up. You know, she felt bad. And the fact that I'm bringing this up on a national podcast, I'm sure it's just going to help so much. I'm go- No, you know what? I'm, go- I'm not even going to go to Sean. I'm going to go to Joe Andrewlis and just have him make a, a public apology, like a, a press release. Oh, that'll be big. And what? <laughs> All right. So well, let's get on to – can we, can we do a story? Cringe. Let's do a story. That uh, was a story. I know it was a story. <laughs> so uh, we can go right into AMX being Jitsi certified. That's a great segue. Okay, that, that, that I was going to go someplace else. Yeah, let's 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 no, do no, the. No, it's your show. I insist. I know, I know. Let's let's do the actual other scary, the actual scary one, uh, something that did die this week, uh, at least according to our buddy uh, Ted Green over at Strategy. LG <laughs> says plasma is dead, um, and I, I don't know how many times I've said something is dead on this show, but according to Ted. Uh, LG has officially ended the production of Plasma. Now, to me, at least, Plasma is probably one of the more pure color production, uh, color reproduction uh, uh, types of technology out there. Yes, it's an older technology, and yes, OLED does as good or sometimes better of a job, but they're not in full production, at least not on, on bigger sizes yet. So, it's dead. Bradford... Um, is this a big deal? I mean, how big of a deal is this? Or is this just one of those kind of, you know, uh, Lincoln is dead type press releases where, yes, it's been dead for a while? I think it's it's a big press release and that it officially marks the end of the market. I don't think it's big news, but I think it's a big it's a big statement. It's If the market's not there, no manufacturer is going to make it. And whether that market be based on the price point or the margins you can make on it, that's a reason to stop making it. So I think the fact that people are saying, yes, we're not making it for X, Y, Z reasons is the news, is that the market's gone, that that product is not going to be available. The fact that it's gone is not news because we've all seen it's not taken off the way we thought. Yes, it's a better picture quality, like you said, and there's all sorts of benefits. It's kind of like the Betamax B- via VHS mm-hmm. uh, wars. There are differences. It's, luckily, this one's not a licensing issue the way Betamax versus VHS was. But it's not always the best format that wins. Oftentimes, it's the most affordable format that wins or the most price-conscious format that wins. So I think it's not it's news in that it's the death knell, but I don't think it's news that it happened. Okay. Uh, Tony, yeah. let's let's p- pick on you because the, you, you live and breathe in, in the residential world. Um is this something, you know, like Bradford said, a long time coming? Are you guys, have you seen any in in recent years? I'll even put it out there. We haven't. And it's, uh, 
it's a tragedy. I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say I'm today's self-appointed expert on dead, um, and and we've known for a while we've known for a while that that plasma was dead. I do view it as a as a tragedy. Um, I in agreement that it is simply a better technology. But the fact of the matter is, is our clients don't want it. Um, much like in our home theaters, where we can go in and calibrate and put in very expensive, very well you know prepared and super high performing theaters you know the clients first thing is is they want us to put it in all channel stereo breaks my heart it's the way it is it's been the same way with you know uh, LED backlit LCDs that's what the clients want they want a flamethrower in their living room we uh, we sell vanilla ice cream when that's what they ask for instead of trying to push the chocolate Mm, chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> See, look at that. I managed to work both dead and uh, chocolate into a Halloween show. So very nice, very well done. Had to see that coming. <laughs> yeah, I'm just wondering how you how you manage make LED vanilla some, which it is. I mean, it's, it's because it's the common denominator now. It is. It is. Yeah, lowest common denominator, but it is. Look, I still have a CRT in my basement, so I'm not one to talk. Well, so do I. But I just because I don't throw away, I just can't. It still works. So why? No, mine is because it's too heavy to get up the stairs. Well. Maybe. <laughs> I, I'm kind of thinking, you know, give Plasma 40 years, and hipsters <laughs> will only watch their Kubrick movies on Plasma. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well played. Very nice. Uh, oh, all right, Shirago, do you want to chime in on, on Plasma is Dead, or are we going to? I just want to know the last time any integrator sold Plasma. I mean, legitimately, yeah. that, that's kind of my big question on this of I've got a warehouse to my left right now and I can see for miles LCD, LEDs, and it's just like, look when was the last time you. we bought one? Look yeah, look behind, behind you. You, you, you mean that sharp, that, sharp LED, uh, that sharp LCD behind me? <laughs> all right. Well, all right, uh, moving on. Let's let's go ahead and, and bring up the, uh, the, the AMX piece uh, because this – Go I've gotten ahead. all my notes. You have all your notes. Good. We'll we'll show it on the He's video. He's ready here. to market. He's ready. Jeez. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not marketing. I just there's so many three letter acronyms in there. I don't know what they are anymore. Well, I know, <laughs> that is true. There are a lot here. Okay, so let's let's start with here. First of all, the AMX Innova uh, DVX has passed the JITC testing and is the quote unquote first conference room solution on the US APL. <clears throat> now that's the. That's let's, the UC APL. Oh, of course well, it is. Let's let's go down what all of these mean, right? First of all, um, the 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 DISA, the, the Defense Information Systems Agency, yes. uh, and UC, which is Unified Capabilities for them, mm-hmm. um, has put the AMX Innova, which is their all-in-one conference, uh, on the APL, which is the approved products list. Yes. Everybody got that? The GITC is the joint interoperability test command there yes. will be a test at, at the end of this you see why i wrote it all down i, I do i understand. do uh Bradford, we're going to end on you because you are a, a, a Harmon employee uh okay. phil we'll kick it off with you I'll on this and how big quietly. of a deal is this how big of a deal is is this piece being um certified by the government and and let's not you know you know mince any words the government likes security right the government is one of the biggest purchasers of fiber when it comes to transporting audio and video uh, in the world of AV because of the security. So how big of a deal is this, Phil? 
Uh, JEDEC certification is a pretty big deal. We do a bit of military installations. Uh, doing a little screen share here. Oh. Situation room. And uh, as you see right there, it's an AMX panel. Boom. Shocking, that, isn't it? Is it shocking? I don't know. Uh, I guess. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> we install, you know, we install quite a bit of stuff in military installations, and typically they lean they lean AMX. Uh, although we have installed, you know, a, a number of of Crestron components as well. But it seems like more AMX than Crestron. So there you go. This is just one more kind of feather in the cap for chasing that military uh, contracting work. Okay. Uh, Mr. Shrago, uh, how big of a deal is it for, for them to be uh, to be certified by the by the U.S. government? Uh, it is a big deal, of course, because it puts them first and foremost as the number one person on that spec. But there's also one other part of that that I, I sort of equate it to the Made in America kind of stuff. Of you know, there's always that spec of oh, you want a U.S. made product, we want a U.S. made product. Okay, well, when I was working for a manufacturer, there was nothing we made in the U.S. because I was working for a foreign manufacturer. Did we still get in jobs? Yes. Why? Because we had a feature that nobody else had, or we did something that nobody else does. So. Yes, it's important that they got this because it does put them front and center and it does give them a mild advantage when doing that. But if somebody else is bringing out a product and they want a feature set and they want something that's not being done by the AMX product line, then, well, I hate to tell you, you're not going in the job, the products that they want, because it's doing the thing they want will. Okay. Uh, Tony, uh, again, you you live more and breathe more in, in residential. However, you are very good uh, accomplished programmer and uh, one of the smartest guys I know when it comes to network. Um, when it comes to keeping the network safe, is this you know is this a big deal here, or is it one of those things where, um, as more than one control manufacturer has told me, ah, who wants to secure your control system? Nobody wants to break into that. That's that's nonsense. Anyone who tells you that's nonsense, if it will run code, it's vulnerable. And anytime you have any type of vulnerability, you can move laterally through a network. So, you know, unless there's some very strong security measures in place and generally some encryption, anything and everything is vulnerable and can be used to attack other devices. So they're wrong. End of story. There you go. That's why I like Tony. He's very, not only does he dress up, but he's very, you know, short to the point. Actually, this is his normal outfit from what I hear. <laughs> he cleaned up yeah, for he, today. He, well, he cleaned up Fridays. today. He, he's Fridays. Ta he's taking general. his wife out tonight, so. Uh, I am. <laughs> you should see her. Oh, good Lord. Bradford. <laughs> yes, sir. How big of a deal is this, Mr. Harmon AMX guy? It is. So I agree with Tony. It's important to secure it. And I also agree with the idea of, yes, it's on the approved list. Uh, the other thing that starts to become trickle down is exactly like Tony said. It's secure. We have SSH. That's easy to say on an afternoon without uh -huh. enough Starbucks. Uh, we have encryption. We have password lockouts after 10 tries. We have all that types of stuff in there. But what also starts to happen is where people don't think of it, but people go, oh, the government's using this for the Department of Defense. It's probably pretty good to use, oh, for financial institutions, mm -hmm. for NFL instant replay. I don't know if they use it. I think it should be encrypted. But then comes the other thing of it's not just a control system anymore. Uh, you know, part of this has the ability to stream video. Part of it has the ability to switch video. So the whole idea of the fact that, yes, it's secure, Yes, it's reliable. It meets all the needs. It is kind of a, a big deal. Uh, it's not just about the Department of Defense. To Tony's point, you got to secure everything. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, it sounds funny. People are like, why do you turn off your computer and disconnect it from the network when you're not using it? Because I know there are people like me out there who aren't nice, you know, who will go look for stuff. So I think it's an important thing. Uh, but the fact that it's Jitsi is great because it's a nationally recognized testing lab. You know, it's kind of like being UL certified. I know I'm oversimplifying it a little bit and just kind of bringing it back. But if you're sitting there going, you know, we've got this great device that does IP, this and that and that and this, and you can go, so what's your security? Well, it's a default password of password. And, <laughs> oh, if you hit it with a little reset button on the back, it goes back to there. Yeah. That's not secure. And this is stuff that we have to lock out as a result of being Jitsi certified. So, you know, it kind of starts to become, a, it solves a better problem of making the world a little more secure, a little easier to use. And then, you know, the fact that it's easy enough that everyone, this is where I'm going to make my political joke, your politicians of any party can use the simplified control system becomes huge. You know, of people can't blame, you know, I'm not sure if you guys have seen recently that where the news is literally showing cameras on computer screens to do video intake. You know, the fact that we can now have better answers for that is is good. And remember, folks, if you don't vote on Tuesday here in the States, you don't get to complain. Amen, brother. I'm not saying which parties, no political endorsements, just if you don't vote, you don't get to complain. I, uh, I, uh, I actually, I, again, I was on the beach for the week, and I, I was reading... Uh, uh, Meacham's um, uh, Life of uh, um, Jefferson. And so it's got my political brain going again. So it's a good book if you haven't read it. See, it wasn't too much of a shill statement, Sean. You know? No. If, if I'd gotten the right sandwich, I could have shilled more probably. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> yeah, I would just say kind of last point on that. I know, you know, and I don't, I'm kind of brand agnostic, but Crestron has got devices that are also, he calls it Jitsi, or you know, I've heard it called Jitic or whatever, uh, but certified. I know the Pro 2, I think, was, and I think the story here is more just that AMX beat them to that punch. Yeah. I do believe that, that you know, these guys have got the dollars to do what it takes to, you know, kind of set up their, their equipment as needed to get these uh, these certifications because they're going to sell more gear, you know? Yeah, and I agree. It's not just an AMX thing. It's a, it's good for everyone that we start certifying and securing stuff. It's one of these things where allow me to make my – I'll hold up my new iPhone 6 to the screen with – ooh, look, it has horns now uh, – with new iOS 8.1 with Apple Pay on it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not putting my credit cards into my iPhone. I, I don't care what you say. It's security still, you know, it's, that's kind of the big thing is let's secure this stuff. Yeah. Well, and the thing about, you know, talking about various vendors using it, they push each other and yeah. that's good for all of us. So, you know, I, I like the idea of competition and how it makes each of them work harder. So that's and in good. Case, in case you're curious why Anthony looks the way he does is because he didn't give me a big enough order and I had to take him out back and <laughs> <laughs> just joking, just joking. <laughs> That would be an interesting fight. I'm just that I'm gonna. Oh, my money would be on would be on Tony. My, <laughs> I got a bad. I got a bad back. It's fifty fifty. I'm extra squishy. I, this is why you only see me from the chin up or chins multiple. Chins. Yeah, that's that's the one thing we were joking before we before we started recording. This, if you're watching the video, this this thing that passes for hair on my face. Is me not shaving for an actual for a week, seven seven full days, kids. That that's it. So. Actually, Tim, I'm a little disappointed in you. You see what's missing? Oh yeah, 
you're missing your 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 Fu Manchu. Well, Tony's got that too for you. So yeah, to- Tony's Tony's I'll cooler than your way. <laughs> yeah. Tim, we could put some cream on your face. A cat could lick that off. Very nice. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> I think I think Shrug will call me Peach Fuzz. So, all right, let's let's move along I'm here. I'm just happy that your voice has finally stopped cracking. Me too. <laughs> that was that it's was finally descended. <laughs> uh, I lost control. It's the professionalism that I love, and this is one of my tracked goals for the year. Woo-hoo! Amazon's Mystery Lab 126 is poised to take over home automation. Excuse me? What? Uh, this is from, again, strategy.com. Uh, apparently, they've got something called Lab 126, which is their experimental lab. Uh, and they are going down the road of home automation. So, Tony, we're going to kick this off with you because you're the one that lives in Breeze and in, in, in homes. How scared are you or how concerned uh, are integrators that you deal with about, you know, the possibility of, of Amazon getting into this? Not at all. Okay. Not even a little bit. Um, you know, I think it's interesting. Um, I've had a couple of very interesting meetings in the last week or so. Um, I was at Cable Labs to meet with four of their engineers last week. Uh, to discuss the quote-unquote internet of things. So there's a couple mm. of stories we have in queue this week that that had me thinking about that meeting. But, you know, this there's a lot of companies that are trying to look at this space, and they're sort of coming at it from that internet of things type of perspective where everything basically has a nick, uh, whether it be Wi-Fi or Ethernet, and they're going to solve all the problems of integration and make everyone play nice. The fact of the matter is, is, they they can come up with some very interesting things, but they can't even figure out their own business model yet. And um, we're seeing that with all of these companies. We're seeing it with Apple and their home kit. We're seeing it with Amazon experimenting here and Google. And I can't even remember what their flavor of the week is, which they'll get bored of anyways. Um, but none of them affect us here in the residential space. It's not going to eat my lunch. It's not going to you know cut into our business model. But I think we could see some pretty cool do-it-yourself solutions coming down the pike, you know, where the interesting part is going to be seeing what the do-it-yourselfers do with this kit. Yeah. Okay. And, well, I think they they actually have a great opportunity, but they're not using it for what they want. And sorry to cut in line, but, you know, you can't control me. You only can hope to. You've given up. As soon I as have. I, sh- as soon as you showed up, I might as well be the guest host. You, you know? should. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go, off. I'm going to go get a drink. Um, okay. And, uh, yeah. So, but I think they're missing some of the stuff because yes, I see that home automation could be big, but they're looking at more more as a delivery system. I think, to be honest, in my personal opinion, I think where they're missing it is the IP-controlled refrigerator that has RFID tags on your food, and it can start putting together your pantry shopping list and talking to some. You know, that's where I think some of this home automation stuff can be bigger, is if it can make your life easier for ordering stuff. Like, oh, let me talk to your printer. And see that your printer is running low on ink and automatically order it for you. That's they're going to be the revenue stream. The we're going to do home automation. I think we all know. You know, I'm not talking as a Harmon guy. I'm talking as a me guy. There's enough home automation stuff out there. But how many people's clocks on the VCR? Do they still make those? Still blinks twelve. <laughs> Unfortunately, think, yes, they still make them. But you know, to to agree with Tony, I don't think it's going to be a huge thing. I think. You know, we've seen some cool widgets and, and whatnot, so I know there's sure. a couple coming up. But I think they're looking at delivery service more than home automation and make it 
you know, so I think that's an interesting model, kind of like the Xbox model. We'll give you the hardware to sell you the software. Yeah, and that makes sense. Uh, Phil and, and, and Josh, you guys, you know, live with me in, in the, uh, in the, you know, boardrooms and stuff like that in education places. Uh, Phil, is this something where if it does, right, if, if, if Tony and Bradford are, are slightly off and it does make its way in, is it something that could then find its way from the home into, uh, into the boardroom or into the classroom, or is it simply, you know, too simplistic or too, like Bradford said, too reliant on, on the home model where they're looking more for, hey, you're out of ink or you're out of milk? It, to me, the the whole Amazon pushing anything like this just seems disingenuous because really what they're trying to do, as, as the article does point out, is sell me dishwashing detergent, you know, sell me milk, sell me this stuff. It's a, you know, they're a goods, physical and digital goods company at their core. So they're always going to be trying to sell me something. And I think that's why the Fire Phone flopped because, hey, I think I'm getting a cool phone. No, I'm getting an Amazon salesman that's trying to yeah. push their stuff on me all the time. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's the real deal. So... You know, maybe if, if, if and when, you know, the Internet of Things takes off and everything is, you know, that interconnected, that it, it would add some simplicity to my life. That would be nice. But, like, I want to, you know, I don't want them to tell me to buy detergent. I want to buy detergent because I know I need it, you know. And is it easier for them to tell me? Maybe. But I've got, I kid you not, my wife signed up for Amazon Prime, and we're sitting on, like, 10 huge jugs of kitty litter, man. Our cats don't go through that much kitty litter. They just keep sending it. And I'm like, baby, make them stop. And she's like, but it's free shipping. And, and that's, that's life. No, no, no. I know what we need to create. This is what Labs 126 should be making. Yes. An IP-controlled garbage can with a UPC reader. So it reads <laughs> what you're throwing out. You heard it. Oh, crap. Right. Now I can't okay. patent You can't I'm, patent I'm, I'm gonna, it. I'm going to put a doing? kibosh on this whole thing this, really, 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 really fast. I'm going to put a kibosh on the whole thing. Yes. You can have ahead, every Jeff. product that you want connected to the Internet. Guess what? Unless Go the FCC fixes net neutrality and oh, what they oh, yeah. regulation, <laughs> you now have – Billions of devices trying to talk to things. I have tried to hit home about this, and no one paid attention to it. But it's the whole idea of, great, I have a device plugged into the Internet. It's now ordering something. That takes data. Okay, now I have billions of devices. Guess how much data is being taken up in that stream? How's that Netflix movie coming as it plugs along, especially in 4K? Especially because Amazon has and Comcast, one of the largest carriers, as a competing streaming service. No, I don't think net neutrality is important at all. Just because <laughs> I want to make a call to Tim doesn't mean that when I call Tim because he's on a different carrier, it should be a, an 8K phone signal instead of a 15K phone signal. I have no idea what you're talking about, Josh. I, I get all confused. I've I, noticed that. It's, it, it's when the horns come out that I see that the confusion goes up. Some people's <laughs> eyebrows go up. For you, it's the horns. <laughs> How about this one eyebrow puzzle, you know? I'll there you we go. There we uh, go. The professionals. And this is great radio, isn't it? This For the is people a... driving in your car are making faces at the camera. I recommend you look at the video. It's it's at least more. Josh, Josh I want to go backwards on that a little bit because it's not that you don't have a valid point, but I think what it really raises is going to be um, how this Internet of Things actually plays out. So is everyone going to be calling home to centralized servers, as people like to use the word cloud? I substitute the word panda there because it means about the same. But are we talking about hosted? <laughs> the third. Are we talking about hosted type solutions, or how much of this, how much of this data is going to be able to reside on our own LAN? That's where things, to me, get interesting. 
Um, because if, for example, um, let's say well, Lab 126 comes up with like a, a widget or solution that becomes the centralized server on my LAN and all the data from devices is just going to it, which we know isn't the case because Amazon wants that data the same way Google and Apple do. But for example, if we had something on our own land, that's not going to be an issue. And it's actually a more interesting thing because people can own their own data now. The thing is, is that ain't going to happen because no one will subsidize the hardware. So here's and, – and here's where we're going with that is specifically what more than likely they'll end up doing and what they will have to do and we as integrators or you as integrators in the residential world since I'm more commercial but the – concept being the same is what you're going to get and to go back to Tim's original question yes this will end up in the businesses because then they don't have to order paper they don't have to order ink for their printers they can do it in the office supply office management aspect so you may see this enter into the office realm in that way but what you're going to end up getting is the midnight ping the same way uh, clock systems will resync at 1201 yeah. you'll start to get that and it'll become that one once a day call but you're going to have to set that up. It's going to have to be programmed. So it won't be a perpetual uh, – every device, the fridge is going to call out and say, oh, you need more milk. The bathroom is going to call out and say, you need more toilet paper. Yeah. The, sink, the cat box is going to call out and say, you need more cat litter. Uh, and then my medicine cabinet is going to call out and say, you need more Vicodin because you still have a headache. I mean it's – Vicodin for a headache? <laughs> or or, or Xanax. Wow, you're well, but, but here comes my other question <laughs> about all this pinging stuff and keep sending you stuff. What happens when the cat dies? Are they going to keep sending it to you? And then comes the other problem of... No, then they send you plastic bags. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what geez. happens when, when you're Tim and you go on vacation to the, to the Bahamas and does all this stuff just show up at your front door? Well, it's going to be perpetually managing accounts, and, and that's what you're going to spend the majority of your time doing is, oh, I need to let you know. It's the same way you would call a newspaper. Remember those? Those things that were thrown onto your driveway, wrapped in plastic when it was wet? Was You'd call it and going out of town for a week, and they'd stop <laughs> delivering it. I just stopped paying the paper boy, and it stopped showing up. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. here's the, th here's the problem with, with telling Brad for that. He's old enough to where he had a paper boy at one point in time. Heck, I actually. I, he's old enough to where I was the paper boy. I was gonna say I'm old enough to where I was the paper boy for. I ain't proud. It was the worst three hours of my life. <laughs> Getting up at four thirty, five o'clock in the morning, and riding your bike around. Yeah, never mind. No, I'm not doing that anymore. I, no, I, no, 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 no. I don't. I'll. I put it on top of a Roomba, and have the Roomba <laughs> throw it out. That's what I should do. Now I have the business model. No, see, you should go back in time. And, see, but that's and... going to require to bounce off the Internet of Things in order to pick up people's <laughs> Wi-Fi to check the arm. Okay, you know what? Here's the thing. Let's let's bring this this story in because I, I I was I I've been torn about whether or not to do this story, and I was I'm going to do it. Um, the the sprinklers that are IP controlled. Sprinklers. Um. So Josh wrote a very nice piece uh, about a week or so ago. Shrago. Uh, yeah, about two weeks ago, something uh, like it that. It was a it was a it was a basic basic elementary primer for entry-level AV techs on some glossary terms, some, some terms to use when you're talking about the internet and networking, okay? I should read this, shouldn't I? Probably, yes. Um, and some people took some issues with it. They said it was too simplistic, They, you know, all this uh, other stuff. I'm, I'm going to ask this in general terms, and, and, and I'm going to ping Chago first and then, and then Tony because you guys are my network guys. How then do we get entry-level techs and middle-level techs? And let's be honest, 
guys and girls that have been around for 40 plus years who are scared of the whole internet-y thing, you know, that the pipes and this, that, and the other. How do we get them up to speed so they can have intelligent conversations when they're on site and they're having issues or they're having connectivity, connectivity issues? Or, hey, you know, th- this, this IP address you gave me is not correct. And, and this, you know, all I know is what you've given me. So, how do you spell IP? Um, no. Shrago, <laughs> uh, how do we how do we do this? How do we how do we educate our folks? Well, this the whole the whole point of this came from a piece I was working on over at CI, and I threw at the back end of it sort of an educational. You know, if we're going to start talking about IP devices, we have to have a baseline of knowledge that everyone understands, because if you don't have the baseline of knowledge, it it doesn't matter how high level you go. I watched Tony's first POE show this month. Mm-hmm. I was so in over my head, it wasn't even funny. I kind of at one point went, I don't know what to do from here because it was so high level and it was talking about amazing things and it was talking about things that people do need to know about and people need the information on. But again, if you don't understand what a stream and I mean I was so fundamental in what is a stream what is bandwidth what is an IP address what is a MAC address what is a VPN what is a VLAN that was where we started and I I mean it, it may have gone a little bit too simplistic down to bandwidth and stream but VPN and VLANs are two of the most important things in our industry right now and if people don't understand what one is and uh, and the variance between those two it's going to be very hard and that even goes back to the GITC aspect that we were talking about earlier in terms of security and are we operating on a VPN are we operating on a VLAN how are we securing ourselves how are we isolating ourselves on a given network if we're going to have network based devices we have to know at least how they're connecting to the network and we have to be able to communicate at a fundamental level because we're not controlling the network. The IT guy is controlling the network. If yep. we can't at least speak a basic level of their language, we're screwed. So, yes, it's it may be simplistic for a lot of the people out there, particularly in the Twitter sphere and the blogosphere, that why would you ever say that? That's stupid. We don't need to know those things. We've already known those things for 10 years. Yeah, it wasn't written for you. It was written for the people who don't know it. So for and what frustrated me more than anything else about writing that piece and then seeing the reaction to it and taking the backlash was, and I took crap from a couple of different sources in which I actually did respond in an aviation blog that said we need multi-tiered training for this reason. Yep. Um, basically, I took crap from a couple of places and I said, it, yeah, guys, I get it. You're brilliant. You're wonderful. You've spent years learning this. Guess what? Other people haven't. They may be your superiors today. They may be your subordinates today. Both people have to learn that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, Tony. Uh, Josh mentioned the POE show. We'll talk. We'll talk a little bit more about that at the end of the show. But really great first episode, uh, talking Thank about you. Uh, you know networking in AV. Again, same question to you. How do we get the folks who don't know right? And, and I was of Josh's same opinion. Yes, great, wonderful. You're brilliant. You're awesome. You know everything. There are folks who yes, don't. Yes, I do. Don't you forget it. Yeah. Um, so how do we well, how do we educate these folks as as they're coming up? Honestly, the you know the first thing the starting place for that I think you've got to get super fundamental and super basic on. And this is one of the questions that I always talk with the young guys that I work with. You know, as far as being a residential firm, we're a pretty large residential firm, and we bring in a lot of new blood. And with these young cats, the first thing I always ask them is. is 
do you want to make a career of it? I mean, we're at a point now in this industry where you don't need to think in terms of this is a job. You can retire in this industry. And so I always start that with the young kids saying, do you want to make this career? And if you don't, that's okay. But if you want to make this a career, then you have a responsibility to learn to grow, to have some degree of hunger for it. And when it comes to the networking end of things, really the starting point is, is play at your house. I guarantee yeah. you all have a network at home. Treat it like a lab. There are things that you can do to improve your network at home, and that's your starting point. From there, if you want to learn more, you need to go to the cats that you work with and you know try and latch on, or you need to go online. There's, I mean let's be honest wikipedia is badass i don't care what anyone says <laughs> yep. if you really want to if you really want to learn spend some time reading white papers or spend some time at wikipedia and and i guarantee if you want to grow you'll grow and that applies to all facets of the industry not the least of which is networking absolutely okay so i got to jump in here all right you see what I got up on my screen? In theory, if, if I did the screen sharing right, you do the screen sharing right, and if you're listening well, to, the, to the to the audio portion, it is a SenOddCon class on crazy enough networking. And yeah. look who look who the three teachers are. I can't see that part. One is Pat Brown. Okay, wise I'm good. man. You remember meeting when I gave you that pair of AKG he headphones? Because yes, yes, I do. Mr. Drainer has not hooked you up yet. No, he has not. Steve McAtee from Rain. Uh huh. And me are the three teachers that would do exactly all the stuff we're talking about. So I agree with with uh, with Josh and Tony 100%. We need better training. And to Josh's point, this is where I'm going to do my, if I can find my mouse again, uh, do my lovely, I, I got a prop out. As someone said, look, I got to prepare for the class. So what did I do? I went out and bought, which has horns now, the network switch. <laughs> There's hey, a screen like, capture that somebody used to make Cisco evil later. Yeah, I like the fact like that it moved the horns as I'm oh, viewing is. around it, but literally bought a small managed switch for a couple hundred bucks to do exactly what Tony was saying. Play with it and adjust it and learn it and tweak it, not in a production environment when you have Break a customer, it. Yeah, Break when you it. have the customer screaming down your neck in the this is my safe system, I can test it, I can figure out Dante, A V B, AES sixty seven Cobranet, take your pick of network audio transport because all this stuff that they're talking about applies. You have it both from the control standpoint of IPv4 and VLANs and you know SSL security and if you're doing an LDAP security and all this stuff applies. We're going to need a glossary of terms after this show's over. I do, I do have a rule <laughs> that you're not allowed to use an acronym unless you can actually say what it is. So like, you know, I love sitting in meetings and people go, well, we're going to need to check our, our, our SKU level on this. Okay, salespeople, what's a SKU? Yeah. Uh, for those of you keeping score at home, I'm allowed to use it. It's a stock keeping unit. But hence the reason <laughs> I had all these little acronyms written down. See, I have a prop. I must use it. But, you know, it's, it's exactly that point of, of write the thing down. I will call out Cisco and give them some props. You want some great white papers to read and to learn a lot of stuff? Cisco's documentation is perhaps the best I've ever read. Uh, their training is great if you want to afford that and take the time. Yeah. But it's there's a reason they're the stalwart. But I agree. This is stuff that needs to be taught, whether you're the newbie or the guy who's been in the industry for 40 years. And... As I say, I've been teaching this network audio class with Steve and, and Pat now for five years, 
and we still spend a good week prepping before each and every one, Puzz. Sure. What you knew last week is brand new again, but yep. it does work. Now, you know, I think it's, it's a it's a great thing to use and a great thing to get trained. So, and yet, you know, it's one of these things of, it's a beautiful skill. Now, to let my nerd curry fry, I actually do my subnet masking in my head without writing it down. It's only binary. Wow. It's only binary. Yes, this is, I'm a nerd. This is my one skill. That plus, for those of you who follow Facebook with Bill O'Donnell, that plus knowing obscure children's cereals from the 1970s. It's because you grew up <laughs> in the 1970s and you probably ate most of them, so... You think this much sugar and hype comes from natural causes? No, it's too much booberry. <laughs> there's, there's you go. Or, uh, what's that? I was gonna say we have to get Mr. O'Donnell to send us the picture of him with the Count Chocula mask that started this whole conversation. Oh, very nice, very nice. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, Phil. When it comes to uh, Bradford, made a point about the Cisco classes. Um, is it? Are we to the point yet where? Getting Cisco certified and getting other, you know, networking certified is going to make a whole lot of difference in either pro or residential. Yes, yes, we are. Uh, you know, I used I, I came out of a TV production kind of background. That's what my you know college degree is in. Uh, and I used to look for guys when I was bringing them on that maybe had an engineering class or something, you know, and knew that video flow. Uh, or I bring on guys, you know, we're in Nashville, so we have thousands of people pouring into the city every day to be audio engineers and to do live sound and so we'd get some of those guys now I'm looking for guys with computer science backgrounds you know who will understand how to set up the network and and let everything feed from there um, they're not always great at pulling cable you know uh, some of them complain on ladders but you know that's, that's, all, that's part of the boot camp man you know so if I can't click a mouse it's not worth doing if very nice <laughs> I'll tell you, I, I take the. I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to get a stupid joke. Well, I was just going to say, you know, yes, certifications matter. Networking matters. And I mean, networking as far as networking with other network professionals matters. Um, it is definitely something you have to pay attention to. Um, this last year, you know, Cedia is in my hometown, and I didn't make it. I was actually out east in Pittsburgh for a microtech. Uh, user meeting. So do I take the network seriously? Yeah, I'd rather spend the time there hanging out with routing and switching nerds than go to Cedia, um, even though the Cedia space is where I work. And I will say to Phil, you know, to kind of agree with you, and same thing with you, Tony, the whole certification thing is important. A lot of consultants I see say you must be manufacturer certified on this control system, on this mm -hmm. audio DSP processor, on this and that. And to be certified on a switch, to be able to configure it and save your customers money to me is just good business practice. It's like, would you take your car to an auto mechanic that's not ASM certified? And I have no idea what the three-layer acronym stands for. Oh, you no. broke your own rule. You broke, broke, your, own broke rule. your own rule. I was going to say, like, Automobile Society of Mechanics, but I don't know what it's... I it's can actually ASC certified. Yeah. Can, no, 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 folks. He'll go to the Google. The Google. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well... All right. Are you are you seriously looking it up? Yes. Okay. This is going to bother me now. Okay. I'll I'll break in later and <laughs> give well, everyone. The... Well, well, we're wrapping up. So here's what we're going to do. We'll All wrap right. up with with the host of the two brand new shows on Aviation. Uh, first, he, he dressed up. 
uh, Phil, so we'll we'll go with Tony first. Uh, Tony Zotti, P O E. Holy cow! I was I was fortunate enough to to sit in the background while this one was recorded. And hang I, on, we've got the answer. Okay. Yeah, I told you I'd break in. Thank you. Dun, 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 dun. What is it? <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> Automotive service excellence. There you go. ASE certified. So you even got the acronym wrong. It's not ASM. It's ASE. Sorry. All right. All right. Now I made Bradford feel bad. Okay, so POE Tony Zotti, uh the first episode is up uh, on the on the YouTube's and on our our channel as well. Uh so give people kind of an overview, kind of a 50,000 foot view of what P- the POE show is. I think the the POE show, the Power Over Ethernet show, the 50,000 foot view is is that we're trying to take the 50,000 foot view at looking at networking in the AV and control space. So um I'm really excited that you guys allowed me to make this show. It's a show I wanted to make, and it, you know, it really speaks to how important the network is in our industry now. Whether you're a resi guy or a commercial guy, um, we want to talk about tips and tricks. We want to talk about best practices. We want to be able to interview some some vendors and see what they have coming down the pike. But basically, I want people to take it seriously. Um, you know, it's obvious that we play in that world, and. So come get your nerd on. Come learn. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you had a couple guys. Come, on the... come to you. I said I'm I'm bound to learn more. <laughs> yeah, the, he had a couple guys on uh, the first show. That uh, first of all, we're, we're um, how did he put it earlier? Raw, but very, but oh my gosh, smart is all get out. So yes. <laughs> uh, the second brand new show uh, is from our buddy Phil Cordell. High five, Phil Cordell. Uh, it is called the Tech Wrap. And in Phil Cordell's style, it's, well, it's a wrap. So uh, give, give folks what, what, what kind of the, 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 the sense of what, um, what, uh, what the show's about. So I take technology news and I wrap it. <laughs> That's it. That's, That's it. all I got. No, it's a lot of fun. It's a short, you know. It's a, <laughs> Somebody drop minutes. a beat. Let them do it now. Boom, if boom. you've got three minutes boom, a week. Then I have got all the tech news that you could possibly need uh, in the top four stories, arbitrarily picked out for what rhymes the easiest. No, <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. I look for the stuff that's interesting, and uh, and yeah, that's it. You know what? At least you have an editorial formula. I, that much I appreciate about you. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to see. I want to see you rapping about Xilinx and AVB. I think that that should be the challenge. Okay. AVB would be easy. AVB is easy. Xilinx is Long easy. Xilinx. How about yeah. AMX? Can you X? What's it? What's AMX? Harmon, could you could do, but AMX you probably couldn't. So I don't know. Well, I was thinking when he said wrapping, I was like, I was going to send him all my free loot day presents to wrap up because I hate that. Although Amazon will ship them pre-wrapped for me. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it can put the, who's it going to and then have it just show up through the stream. It's the wrong system. kind of wrapping, Bradford. Totally different wrapping. Totally different wrapping. Oh, without the W. Yes. Think, think, Although think, it's, it's spelled it's, with a it's, W because I wrap it up yes. in wrap form. It works two ways. See, now you see how I was confused. Well, see, here, here's what you have to, this is what you have to do for Bradford. The kids are listening to these days. Because here, here's what you have to do for Bradford because of his age. Think Sugar Hill Gang. It's the hibbity hopping, and you know, what the kids do. I'm thinking more about Melmaster, you know. Run Melmaster DMC. Um, yep. Public Enemy, MCs. NWA. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Or, or Old we could, school. Or we could do do uh, one of my personal high school favorites, which was um, 
Uh, Vanilla Ice. No, two live crew actually. I have an interesting story about me getting in trouble by listening to Two Life Crew, which I will not repeat now. Okay. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. With us has been uh, Mr. Harmon himself, the devil, uh, Bradford Ben. Thank you, sir. My pleasure. Thank you, as always, for letting me take over the show. Where I think can... at some point you should just give me my own. Maybe if Matt Scott, our favorite Canadian, ever showed up, we, we'd catch I, You know what, brother? You, you, I told you before, you have an open uh, platform to write a blog whenever you want. You want to show I'll, you whatever you want to do. Okay, sweet. I'm taking over the world one okay. time, one thing at a time. One my first is... blog is all about food choices at trainings. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to give that poor – you're going to give somebody a heart attack somewhere at, at AMX. Uh, where Sorry, can people, Sally. Where can people find you, Bradford? Uh, so there's many places to find me. I'll do both both professional and personal because, obviously, as you can tell, the two don't mix. Uh, there's BradfordBen.com. There's at BradfordBen. There is plus BradfordBen on Google. Uh, there's BradfordBen on Tumblr. There's BradfordBen on Facebook. There's BradfordBen on Elo.com. There's uh, Bradford is... Ben on WordPress. Uh, let me see where else did I miss? Uh, photos.bradfordben.com to see my lovely pictures. Uh, I'm pretty sure you kind of get the idea of it's. Sorry, Josh, didn't mean to be boring you. And of course, there's <laughs> Bradford.ben at Harmon.com. Uh, you can always find me there. Uh, soon enough, it'll be at amx.com, I'm sure, and then at bssaudio.com. Mm-hmm. I'm just slowly going to become the king of all dot coms, I think, you know. When is it, it going to be dot Bradford Ben at dot Bradford Ben at dot Bradford Ben at dot Bradford Ben? Uh, let, me oh, talk, let me talk to the INIC. Inter-networking <laughs> uh, community. Oh, man, INA. I forget what it stands for. Man, look, you got me all wound up. I can't use these acronyms anymore. Victory. Victory is ours. All right. Uh, that gentleman right there that was chiming in, his name is Josh Drago. Uh, he has a website and a, and a blog at soundreason.org, but he is also uh, the uh, creator of uh, AV Nation's 31 blog post in 31 days to celebrate AV Month. Which it was AV Month? It was AV, AV Month, yes. Uh, <laughs> which Tell me these things. Uh, we, we told you about 30 days ago, uh, which um, uh, he, he, he thankfully... Uh, was the curator of that, uh, and he's also become uh, our our editor uh, for AV Nation um, simply because, well, they don't judge, trust my judgment anymore when it comes to putting stuff on. So, Well, you just invited me. Do you blame them? Well, you know. They I expect still to see me, that blog next week, by they, the way. They still, they still let me write my own, and they haven't started editing that one yet, but I, it, it could, that may start this week. So, uh, Mr. Shrago, thank you for coming on, and, and where can people find you, sir? Uh, you can find me at jsrego on Twitter. You can find me on Google+. I figured that I would only give my data to one company, so you can't find me on Facebook. Uh, and the other place, of course, is soundreason.org. You can also occasionally find me at Infocom. Uh, I write for their all voices upon uh, once once when I have the free time. I'm also starting to appear on CI, so I'm on in, uh, Commercial Integrator now. I also write for AV Nation, edited AV Nation, and right now, uh, you may also find me in your inbox if you are a CTS holder because I am one of the six candidates for the uh, certification steering committee. Vote Trago. Cool. 
Remember, so. if you don't vote, you don't get to complain. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So there are some, and there are some wonderful people, and they're from all over the world. And it, it just comes down to, you know, unfortunately, one of our one of the friend uh, a friend of AV Crosstalk, another place where you can find me on AV Nation, uh, is also uh, leaving. Uh, Chuck Espinoza is his term is coming to a close at this point. So he's been a great leader for the steering committee, yep. and uh, if. If we're starting to lose people like him, we need to make sure that we're going to have people to replace him. So I threw my hat into the ring, and a few other people did as well. So make sure that if you've gotten the email from Infocom, take you know five minutes, go read everybody's spiel about themselves, uh, and make sure that they vote um, in order to do that. And then Does that struggle. mean that Matt Scott will get your face on one of his shirts like he does for <laughs> Chuck? If he wins. If he wins, if, if if I win, I will do a shirt that has both me and Matt together, and we'll take the picture when we're at, uh, at the CI Summit in a couple of weeks. So it'll be an AV selfie. The AV selfie, <laughs> indeed. As sung by 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 Phil High Five. By, by this gentleman right here. Uh, his name is Phil Cordell. You can find him uh, on several places, including the brand new uh, AV rep. So thank you, sir. Thanks for having me, man. Find me at uh, Twitter, the underscore AV underscore pro. Find me at the avprofessional.com. Find me now on avnation.tv, technology wrap. Yay! Indeed. Uh, and also, last but not least, Tony Zotti, uh, host of the brand new show, POE. And he's also uh, one of the regulars on our other, actually, I think it's our longest monthly podcast, DIY. Um, one that George started many years ago, and, and, and he's passed it off to, to Tim, and, and Tony's on there a lot as well. So thank you, sir. Since the beginning. Yeah, yes. that's a fun show. So, yeah, you can find me at the DIY show, the new Power Over Ethernet show, both at AV Nation. Obviously, I'm at Tony No One on Twitter, and if uh, you're not averse to the F word, you can find me by my name, Anthony Zotti, on Google+. Plus. <laughs> yeah. Um, my opinions are my own and do not represent those of my employer. Oh, i got to remember that. I should start... Start in every sentence. You should probably that. start every yeah, every every episode like that. Yeah, Tony. Uh, yeah. Anyhow, it's it's interesting following Tony sometimes. Um, uh, don't find my name is Tom Albright. Don't follow me, uh, but go by the website. There's an awful lot of people putting an awful lot of hard work, uh, least of which me at this point. Uh, as I mentioned, three of these actually, all four of them on, on this panel today have are contributing to to the website. Uh, we've got lots of new shows, lots of new bloggers. Um, Chris Netto and, and Josh actually worked their butts off, and we have four uh, or five guest bloggers uh, coming on in November. Uh, very, very excited about a couple of them. Uh, the other ones are, are new to me personally, but I'm, I'm excited about them as well. So, yeah, go by the website, <laughs> avnation.tv, avnation.tv. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for watching. This has been AV Week.